Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. Michael Dees is a natural storyteller in life and in print. He's a physician, a veteran, a son, and a father. And he cleverly writes from experience, imagination, and his heart. His adventures are intertwined in the tales of the hapless Emmett Casey. You're going to learn more about Emmett Casey and the writer, Michael Dees, on this episode of Harford County Living with Rich Bennett. Stay tuned. If you're like me and you like all types of music, I have the perfect radio station for you to listen to. And you can listen to them online as well. WHFC 91.1 FM. Or you can listen to them online at whfc911.org. They have all kinds of great music, whether it be jazz, classical, rock, country. It's a little bit of everything. But they need your help. See, they are a public radio station. It's college radio. They don't have advertisers. They're able to keep going by donations from us the public and right now they need your help go to whfc911.org and contribute today go ahead and make a donation and listen to some awesome music and even better shows as well again as whfc 91.1 fm or online at whfc911.org Welcome to Harford County Living with Rich Bennett, coming to you from the Freedom Federal Credit Union Studios. Each week, you'll hear interesting interviews, commentary, discussions, storytelling, and more. Here's your host, Marine Corps veteran, professional DJ, entrepreneur, podcaster, and my father, Rich Bennett. I'd like to welcome everybody to Harford County Living with Rich Bennett. Uh, today, I have a gentleman on who is former military, but he is an author, and he has come through Harford County once before, but he's written a series of books, and I'm, I'm going to let him tell you about the books, but very interesting gentleman. I was talking to him, of course, before we started recording, and um, hopefully I could get him on another podcast that I'm going to be doing later. But we have a very young gentleman on, Michael Dees. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. 
Weather's nice, sun's shining, now I'm still breathing. Well, you're what, down in Florida, right? Oh, I'm in the Midwest. Oh, you are? Oh, that's right. It was yeah. the other one that's in Florida. Where, whereabouts in the Midwest? Uh, I, If I could I stretch my legs out, I'd have one foot in Wisconsin and one foot in Illinois. Oh, okay. And you know what? One of my buddies from the Marine Corps lives in Wisconsin. Go over there and smack him for me. <laughs> no problem, Jarhead. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I knew it. Somebody, it never happens. Somebody's either going to call me the jarhead devil dog or whatever else. So, um, about your series. Okay. Was it Emmett Casey, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Tell us for, all right. Tell us about the Emmett, Emmett Casey now. Cause I haven't read the book and I like it when I talk to an author and they explain it. Cause that makes me want to read the book. This way, it, it just, that's the way I am. But tell me about Emma Casey. Well, Emma Casey is a uh, um, conglomeration of people that I've known along the way. And, uh, and, and, and myself as well. Uh, he is uh, a young man who uh, raised Catholic, so he's got a, a really good sense of guilt and shame. And uh, grew up in the inner city of Chicago in the ghetto as a white Irish Catholic and uh, lived, uh, learned a lot about uh, the mean streets and, uh, and how crime is, becomes a profession and uh, goes uh, to war. He is uh, drafted and goes to war and he uses those skills that he learned on the streets of Chicago and he finds out that uh, the jungle isn't nearly as scary as what he's capable of. And then he comes home to a country that was ashamed of him. And uh, mm-hmm. I can tell you, you know, we all experienced that. When I came home, yeah. uh, we used to have to fly in our uniforms. We had to fly, you know, standby military. And so we flew in our uniforms. And when I came home, um, I can remember people yelling, hollering, throwing sodas at us, spitting at us as we walked through the airports because they blamed the soldiers for what was wrong with the country and what was going on in Vietnam. And so Emmett comes back um, a fully fledged war hero, um, but ashamed of what he's done and ashamed of who he is in a country that doesn't want him. And he descends into a life of crime. And not only does he descend into it, he's good at it. And he gets deeper and deeper until he gets in so deep that he doesn't have any way out. And he doesn't know how to get out of it alive. And the only thing that he can think of to do is call his father. His father, who also was a war veteran and also has PTSD, and but... Uh, amazingly demonstrates skills that his son didn't realize he had either. And the two of them fight their way back to the surface. Wow. All right. I'm hooked already now. Do you know how many veterans have actually read this or any of them? Oh, I say it's the greatest books never read. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know because I'm going to be telling a lot of my friends to read it now. And And this, you have what? Three books in this series, right? 
Yes, sir. And what's the first one? First one is Bless Me, Father. And it pretty much features the young man, Emmett Casey, and uh, who he is and, and why he's like he is and uh, what he's capable of and has already accomplished on the streets of Chicago and then through the jungles of Vietnam. And then uh, the second book is For I Have Sinned, which features the father and the sins of the father and how they come together, the two of them, and, uh, and begin their, uh, their journey. Mm. The third one is called The Heretic, and it talks about how um, Emmett, uh, now an older man, uh, has tried to do his very best to change his ways uh, since, his, right. since they, they straightened their, their laundry out, the two of them. He tries to become a member of society and he tries to learn uh, and he does. I mean, he 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 looks for uh, retribution and and uh, redemption. And so he's re- he reflects and uh, and tells the tale of of his family and he tells the tale of what it's like to to because you can't outrun your sins the most you can do is learn from them. And he tries his best, but uh, he still can't shed some of his old skin. Wow. Now, is there going to be a fourth, ser- a fourth, fourth book in the series? And everybody that's read them so far says there better be. Um, <laughs> Just from hearing what you're telling me, I could see this as a, as a mini series or, you know, movie too. That seems to be what everybody says. They said, well, man, we got to, this, this needs to be a, a, a mini series on HBO or something because yeah. the journey is long, but boy, it is hard. My, I have a daughter who's 19 and she started reading. Uh, she read the first one, said they were, it was good. Read the second one, said I had to stop too many times because it was so raw that I might, I was crying and I couldn't read. Wow. Wow. You know, now I have to read it because there is, I I saw this movie a while ago and the movie was good. But when I read the book, I read the book after I watched the movie, the book actually made me cry. And it's a true story. Um, I'm sure you've heard it. Tuesdays with Maury by Mitchell. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a good book. And, yeah, that book made me cry. Now, if you're telling me, you said your daughter read the second one and she was crying? Uh, yeah, she's, uh, I've heard that before. The second book is, yeah, there, are some, there are some hard spots. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can, because I, I just, when it comes to military and everything like that, it just, I don't know. I, I get choked up a lot of times stuff so i can't i can't wait to read the second one now so the first one how long did it take you to write uh uh, the first one probably took about a year um i'm not a writer and i never you know until i sat down after i started thinking about what am i going to do when i can't work anymore um and really what of course what tipped it off was my uh, my father gave me his diary that he kept when he was in world war ii after mm-hmm. after 60 some years of never speaking about it to anybody <clears throat> all of a sudden here's wow. this diary and if i had had that diary 50 years before that i would have had a much better understanding of who he was and why he acted the way he did 
And so I originally just sat down because I wanted to do the same thing that he had done. I wanted to write down some of the things that would explain to my kids why I was such a weirdo. And (laughs) so I started uh, just writing down little things here and there. And then uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a pretty good storyteller. I'm an, you know, and I'm an Irish storyteller. And so I started, you know, making them a little longer. And, and somebody looked at him, a friend of mine, who's a magazine editor and said, Oh my gosh, you got to make this into a whole story, make it longer, stretch it out, fill it in. And so I started writing it as a story and, uh, you know, obviously some of my experiences, but a lot of just, uh, fictionalized accounts of the times and what it was like and the feelings. The one thing that I wanted to get more than anything else was the feelings uh, that everybody was having during those times. And uh, and I think that's really what the book does. I think the book actually captures that. Right. And you never wrote anything before that? Never. Um, in fact, I, I couldn't pass English in high school to save my life. Really? So... Well, I, did you like take a course on writing or anything? No, sir. Or you just sat no. down and just really, wow. I wish I could well, do that. Well, you probably could. I'll have to give it a try now because I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stories I would like to tell. I, I'm going to have to give that a shot. So, and that, so the first one took you a year. What year was that released? 2018. So three books in two years, three books in two and a half years. Yeah. Something like that. And never written before. No, and no. Wow. But uh, because That's the trouble amazing. was I sat down to write the story and I started getting a lot of words and a lot of pages. And um, I started realizing that I wasn't even making a dent in the story and I was going to have to write another one. <clears throat> and so that actually made it easier because I kept writing. But then I could say, well, this goes in the first book, but this will have to go in the second book. And before I knew it, I had enough for three. How long were you writing a day? I, I guess be, now I talk to other authors and I know they have a tendency. They start writing and they just get, it's like they lose all track of time because they have a flow going. So, I mean, did you have like set schedules or something? No, I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, and I had a full-time job. I just, uh, I just retired, uh, this year. And uh, so uh, I have a lot of trouble with, uh, you know, I don't want to make a big deal out of it, but um, I've been treated for PTSD now for well, a lot of years by the VA and uh, and right. I have trouble sleeping. And so uh, I figure it was a lot better sitting down and just plinking away on a keyboard than it was walking around looking out the window all night long. And uh, so I'd write a little here and write a little there. and. Um, uh, don't there, there's nothing but crap on television. And, uh, so I, I stopped watching television, especially the news. And the next Mm -hmm. thing I know, I had freed up a lot of time, um, that, uh, just sort of went into the keyboard. And you know what? There's going to be more crap on television until they make your books into movies. (laughs) Well, that would be nice. You know, I didn't, I didn't write the books because I wanted them to be, you know, successes or anything like that. I actually right. did write the books because I wanted, I wanted them something. I wanted to leave something for my kids because I'm sure not leaving them any money. And, uh, <clears throat> and, 
so I thought, well, you know, this would be a good thing. But, you know, the more people read them and tell me they're good and, boy, they should be a movie, you know, I wouldn't hate seeing that happen. It would be yeah, not, not an ego thing. It would just be so fun to see what their interpretation of these books came out right. to be. Yeah, go back a minute because you said you know, about the PTSD and everything. Did you find that writing it was somewhat therapy as well? Yes, absolutely okay. it was. <clears throat> and, uh, and you know, no question about it. And uh, I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, I'm a 70-year-old guy. I've got uh, – I've had both my knees replaced, both my shoulders replaced. I've had my wow. elbow uh, rebuilt. I've broken just about every bone in my body, but there are parts in this book that I wrote that I cried the whole time I typed. Now, was all that from your time in the military? No, that's well. Some of it is, and and a lot of it is just okay. because I don't learn very well. Yeah, you're like me. <laughs> Act a little accident prone at times. Yeah, well, you know, um, I'm I'm 70 years old, and I laid my motorcycle down last fall and broke my leg and my foot, and and uh, um, the first thing I did was get the motorcycle fixed. So, <laughs> well, I mean that is important. What, what I gotta ask, what kind? Harley? Uh, yeah, I've got. Well, now I've got a, uh, a classic uh, limited. But uh, I sold the Sportster a couple of years back. It was a little too zippy. Right. Uh, where can everybody find your books at? Um, well, Amazon's got them. Barnes & Noble get them for you if they like. Okay. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm learning the lingo these days because I, this is a whole new society. Believe me, there's a yeah. lot of, you know, there's a lot of really cool authors and writers. And there's a lot of pencil neck geeks, too. And... Uh, <laughs> So uh, there's uh, uh, Goodreads and Smashwords, and, you know, there's a lot of right. websites where they cater to those things, too. But, you know, I'm kind of an Amazon Barnes & Noble guy, so that's where that's where they are. Uh, why? I was going to say, why not? Yeah, if you can get it the next, you know, in a week or something like that. And you can read the reviews on uh, Amazon, too. And that helps. Yeah. One of my things that I'm working on these days is what's called my legacy, the legacy project. What I'm talking to people about is the same thing that you and I talked about. We have stories to tell and those stories, mm -hmm. we take them to the grave with us. And uh, my dad used to always say, when somebody dies, it's like a library burned down. And those stories are so important and, and not the stories about how yeah. Aunt Tess got drunk at Thanksgiving in Peter Pants or something like that. I mean, <clears throat> because we te everybody tells those stories, you know, we, they, we yeah. tell that story over and over and over again. But we don't sit down and tell the stories about the things that made our hearts sick or the things that mm -hmm. that made us have build character and things like that which are the real things that we should be handing down to our children and our children's children. And so right. the, my project, the legacy project is to teach people to sit down in their computer and hit record and just tell a story, any story. Now, is there a website for that? Right now, all I'm doing is I have it on the website and I've been spending a lot of time at the assisted living um, 
areas in in my state and uh, right. going in and showing them how to put it put them on a thumb drive so that they can okay. hand them to their children when they finish telling all of their stories and uh, and so that's the project so far anybody that needs uh, any assistance they can go to my website which is www.michaeldsbooks.com and ask for assistance and I will give them all the the information that they need to get started and uh, it's the easiest thing in the world. And I'm amazed um, when I go to these places at how many people have already started or can't wait right. to tell stories like that. Now, is that something you're trying to do just in your area or? Oh, no. I think this needs to be okay. a national project. I think it's, I think well, it's then so I, incredibly important. I am going to push that as much as possible then because I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and you and I talked about it briefly. If more people would tell their story, I think it would help out a lot. And I, I think, think it, it could be therapy for a lot of people too. I think that uh, the 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 person that you think you knew, um, and and you know how many times have we stood in a funeral reception line and had somebody tell us a story about the deceased person, and you go, "Whoa, I never knew yeah. he did that." I didn't know yeah. that at all. I wish I had. And, uh, you know, I, I told you my father's diary that he gave me at the end of his life, which he kept when he was a boy in the war, that if I had known that, if I had known how deep his character was, he and I would probably not have gone to war with each other nearly as much. Right. Yeah. That's, I, I know. I, I uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, I found out a lot more stories about my father and even my grandfather after they had passed. And I just wish they would have told me, um, you know, when they were still alive, because my father wasn't one to keep a diary, you know, but he would tell certain people certain things, but not everybody, uh, especially mm-hmm. the time he spent in the military and my grandfather as well. So, so the legacy project, which can be found on Michael dsbooks.com correct yes sir okay and i'll have a link for that michael i want to thank you very very much and thank you for your service as well and i can't wait to talk to you again i hope you come back on uh, and i'm going to do whatever i can to push the legacy project and of course these books because a matter of fact you got to call me when Quentin Tarantino or whoever contacts you about making this into a mini series. Well, you just drop him a note. <laughs> I, I, I will certainly do that. Michael, thanks again. You betcha. Thank you, sir. I want to thank Michael again for coming on to the podcast and telling us about himself and, of course, Emmett Casey. If you're interested in getting the books, don't wait. Don't hesitate. Go get them. Go to michaeldsbooks.com. That's michaeldees, D-E-E-Z-E, books.com. And I'll have a link to his website in the show notes as well. Now, you heard me in the past talk about this giveaway I'm doing. I am giving away $50 in gift cards to Route 24 Ale House. And all you need to do is leave a review of the podcast. It's that simple. Whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever platform you listen to it on. And if for some reason you can't leave a review on that platform, go to Podchaser 
podchaser.com. That's podchaser.com. And just search for Harford County Living with Rich Bennett and leave your review there. And what I'm going to do on Thanksgiving Day, I'm going to pick a winner out of random, and that winner is going to get two $25 gift cards to Route 24 Alehouse. If you love burgers, wings, and of course beer, this is the place to go. Route 24 Alehouse has got some of the best food around, and I believe they have over 30 beers on tap. So again, leave a review, and if you're lucky, like Kate Rodriguez was the last time, you're going to win. Also, would like to remind you about Buy Me a Coffee. In order to keep this podcast going, I'm able to do it because of my sponsors and donations from my listeners. So if you go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Harco Living, again, that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Harco Living, you can buy me a coffee. You're not really buying me a coffee. You're making a donation, whether it be $3, $5. You can make a monthly donation where it comes out every month or do an annual donation. And if you do an annual donation, I think that's like $50 you can do an annual donation for. You're going to get something special from me as well. So, again, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Harco Living. 